1: Welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner. To joining me today is James the Sharp End Sharp. Rob. Hey, and we're going to be uh, picking the bones out of the FA Cup third round tie at Fleetwood, the goalless stalemate and disappointing Leicester City performance. Before we get into that, I'd just like to remind you beer52.com, they're offering you free beer eight beers from around the world that you can enjoy. All you have to do is go on their website, beer52.com, use the tagline Leicester to register and you can be sopping up some nice ale. Yeah. Uh, now, James, let's talk about uh, Fleetwood because it was a disappointing afternoon from a Leicester City perspective. Yeah, free go- beers, not the only free Yeah, offer. Yeah, it? exactly. The goalkeeper, <laughs> well, this is typical of the FA Cup third round, the Fleetwood goalkeeper uh, won a year's supply of pizza for keeping a clean sheet, yeah. and uh, he admitted he didn't have to do a lot to earn that
0: food. Well, you know it's a poor game of football when a shameless PR exercise and um, sponsorship gimmick is basically the biggest talking point of the game because that was all there really was to talk about. It was one of the worst games of football I've been seeing. Well, all the times,
1: national yeah. journalists around us were saying, thank the Lord for, uh, for the pizza. Yes, I know, yeah. Because that gave them all a simple line into their match reports. And he couldn't, wasn't have asked for any, he couldn't have asked for an easier... Well, he said that as well, and you were in the press Yeah, he came
0: in and gave gave, um, an interview, and he said that he'd been shocked. Shocked was the word he used about how um, easy it had been, really, and how little he'd been tested. I mean, he could quite easily have stood there eating pizza slices, not really be tested the whole game. He didn't have one shot to save, not a single shot on target from Leicester. And were it not for a slice slice of fortune at the
1: end and a save from Jakubovic, Leicester City would be out of the competition. Well, it, well, Jakubovic had two pieces of work to do, both of them, uh, came from his own defenders. Dragovic back pass in the first yep. half, and then uh, that shot at the end deflected off uh, Benalouan and hit the post. So, you know, it was that sort of afternoon, wasn't it, where it was yeah. just a bit, bit crazy?
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I don't really want to make that many ex- excuses for a team that sh- should have beaten Fleetwood, but you can look at the pitch, and that what well, really was poor and bobbling all over the place.
1: Well, Uwe Rossa ran on the pitcher once they to stamp down a division I know, you know yeah you know that that's definitely lower league yeah, stuff yeah. isn't it, it when sand based pitch and it, and it did cut up really bad mm. um, it looked like they just got half of it from the beach local beach across the road to put on there uh, trying to make yeah I know
0: I mean like we say it wasn't the most entertaining of games and not the most entertaining of performances from Leicester and even for the team that you put out you'd expect it to it to have done better than what he did
1: well let's talk about that team because um, obviously he made eight changes mm. we all know that Adrian Silva made his first start for City as well yeah. alongside Matty James in midfield Dragovic and Jaim won at centre back new look centre defensive partnership Ben Chilwell came back from illness at left back yeah. Daniel Marta kept his place at right back Slomani led the line in front of uh, head of uh, Jamie Vardy because of his groin injury now Obviously, that was the big story that Jamie Vardy was going to face his former yeah. team, but we knew that it wasn't really going to happen. Even if he was fit, I don't think he would have started yeah. that game. Uh, let's, th- let's start with, the, at the very top then, slamani's performance, because uh, I don't think you were particularly impressed. Having said that, he had a good second half against Huddersfield. That's the it? thing,
0: isn't it? It, it changes quickly. Uh, it, the Huddersfield game, he came off the pitch being applauded by the Leicester fans, them singing his name. At Fleetwood, when he came off the pitch, he was basically jeered off the pitch and sarcastic applause when he came off. Um, I, I think Slomani's one of those players where you have to give him service for him to perform. He's not the kind of player that's going to pick the ball up and create stuff out of nothing. He needs service and he got none of it. The problem is when things aren't going his way, if you look at Jamie Vardy, if it's not going his way, he'll be chasing down lost causes, he'll be harrying, trying anything he can to make it work. Slomani just ended up Barging into defenders Giving away fouls And being caught offside a lot And
1: That was disappointing well, I think the game that City Was sucked into playing Was playing channel balls Playing percentage football Yeah And he's not the sort That's going to run channels for no. you um, So when you when On a tricky surface like that When you're trying to play Your ticky tacky football And it's not coming off And you start going long And looking for, for Those channel balls It's not his game It just isn't his game no. I, Having said that Yeah I agree with you His touch was awful at times And uh, you couldn't really Link up plays You want a platform From your centre forward uh, so people can play off him, you can play into him and then play off him, but City just never got that going. He, ne- he didn't get much support uh, around him. Now Adrian Silva was playing as the advanced uh, midfield of the three with James and King. What did you make of Silva?
0: I mean, it came when he came off the bench against Huddersfield, for those five minutes that he was on the pitch, he looked like he was a class player. Every pass he made was completed and made a good tackle. Not the same at Fleetwood. I don't know whether it's because he's not used to that kind of football, well, I mean, it, again, not to make excuses for him, but it, it, he wasn't anywhere near as good as he as he, as he looks, and also what, how good we think
1: he will be. Yeah. My but verdict was a penny for your thoughts. So <coughs> what did you Excuse make me. of that? I mean, you know, he's played in the European Championship final, and he makes his uh, debut in English football. Real debut in English football. At Fleetwood, where yeah. the seagulls are swooping down, it's a sandy, bobbly pitch, and uh, you know the surround. It's got a goalkeeper who's going to win some pizza. I mean, I bet he's never been in a situation like that with right, a exactly. goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't judge pizza.
0: Him. I w- I'd, I'd try not to judge him too harshly on that performance because.
1: Oh, well, you can't. I don't think you
0: can. One of those where everyone was dragged down to a level, and they shouldn't have done. They should have been able to rise above it. But
1: I think Silver will will will, will turn out good. No, I've got to give Fleetwood a lot of credit yeah, good. for this because you say they're dragged down to, to a certain level. That's exactly what you have to do as a lower yeah. league side against a Premier League side in the FA Cup if you want to stand a chance. You can't stand off them and let them play and admire, admire them say you know, no. what a great day it was playing against Leicester City, even though we lost. I mean, they closed and harried and hustled City. They put them off their out of their stride pretty quickly and uh, it, it could have nicked it. And I think if they had nicked it, I don't think Leicester City could have had any, uh, too many complaints. No, not at all. I mean... Live on BBC One, so
0: people who aren't football fans will be able to watch that game. People who are unaware of, or haven't watched it much, if they watched that game, they would be, it sounds like a cliche, but they would be forgiven to think that these two teams were in the same division, because that's what it looked like, one of them didn't look like a Premier League team. Credit to Fleetwood, they, I thought they were excellent and really negated
1: Leicester, but as was said, that team should have had mm. enough to win <coughs> to well the fans know. certainly vented their frustration towards mm. the end there was some comical chances, some that I can't repeat um, yes. they're aimed at the fans but the one positive for them all is that they're still in the hat yeah. they're still in the in, the, in the, the competition as it stands now with the replay to come and you would imagine that Leicester City would dispatch Fleetwood on home surf, at, uh, home surface so
0: you'd, you'd expect so and I think even that team would be able to do it I mean a lot Paul got a lot of criticism on social media and, and the forums for his team selection but I don't think I don't think that really is an issue you look at that team and yeah he made eight changes but they weren't you look through them, I mean Jakubovic it was nice to see him play because now we can confirm that he still exists and he still <laughs> is at the club but Dragovic started he's going to have to start in the Premier League because of injuries to Wes Morgan so he's not exactly a fringe player anymore Johan ben while an enigma of sorts He's played in the Champions League quarterfinals against Atletico Madrid and done well. Chilwell has started a lot of games this season, as has Amate. Adrian Silva, you want him to start because he's going to be one of your star players. Harvey Barnes has... One for the future. Ripped it up in the Championship, so why wouldn't he fancy himself against a League 1 side? Slomani, club record signing. Damari Gray is one of the club's most promising players. Matty James has been excellent, and I thought he was City's best player. Yeah, I mean so that team there is not a team. It's not a team of stiffs. It's a team of players that have got Premier League experience. So I don't think the team selection is really to blame. It's those players that were to blame, not poor.
1: Yeah, uh, but obviously with, you know, with the, the replay to come yeah. up, I expect City to, to progress and yeah. it's a competition that they really should be targeting to do well in. Uh, I know people say well, that didn't look the case with eight changes, but uh, you know they've got a real opportunity I think this season in the FA Cup and already we've seen some sides fall by the wayside. I mean, Stoke City and Arsenal <laughs> are out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, the positive is that Leicester City is still in for now. Uh, let's look ahead now to uh, the transfer window. because yes. I know there's been there, around the games. There's a lot of chat and a lot of talk about the transfer window. Let's uh, let's discuss uh, Riyad Mahrez. Wasn't at yeah. the game. Uh, it wasn't even at the ground on Saturday, and that sparked a lot of speculation. There were some reports that Liverpool yes. uh, were preparing a bid for him. Um, our understanding is that Liverpool made no contact with SC City about Mahrez and there's even been reports that Liverpool have now uh, rung Leicester City to say look we're not interested in, we know about this speculation yeah. we're not tapping him up because obviously, well, obviously they got yeah. into trouble with the Virgil van Dijk thing um, but that's, that's unconfirmed we've not ha- uh, had that information But um, no, so Leic- Leicester City have not received a call about Mares or and, yeah, interest in Mahrez and from as
0: far as we know Liverpool have made it clear um, and the journalists who cover Liverpool have been made aware that Liverpool are not interested in Riyad Mahrez and don't see him as a replacement for Coutinho which
1: is good news well, for Leicester Well Coutinho plays as a deep midfield exactly. for, for Liverpool and then links up plays a totally different sort of player to, no. to Mahrez um, but do we expect him to be on his way in, in this January transfer window would you think he's going to leave If I had to put money on it I would have him to stay at Leicester in January I think it's more likely to be the summer than you'll yeah. see any sort of developments on Mariz's future. Um, he seems happy. Pure, I keep saying, he seems happy now. He's playing his football. He's playing regularly. He's performing as well. Seven goals, seven assists this season. A uh, bit more like his form of a couple. Yeah, he of looks years happy. Doesn't he? He looks he looks happy. Why unsettled himself now? Move and, the also, and also,
0: are there going to be any clubs clubs that tick the boxes for Riyad? Are they going and also tick the boxes for able to pay the money that Leicester want? Are there that many
1: clubs that can do that? No. but That's the point. He's got slim pickings. <coughs> really. um, let's talk about Slomani because he's another yep. one that's been linked with a move away. Um, Watford, Newcastle, and uh, Besiktas, uh, the Turkish yep. side, the Turkish president of Besiktas is in the country, um, doing the Tucson mm-hmm. deal with Everton. Uh, he, he, a lot of reports in Turkey that he's then going to be talking to Leicester City about Slomani. Now, I think if the money's right, Leicester City might listen to uh, some some offers.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Even though he was, as we said, impressive against Huddersfield, um, Leicester against Fleetwood, he still isn't, doesn't really fit Mm. into the way Leicester play. In a team that does suit his style, I think he'll be a a prolific striker. Problem is, you've got got to find a team that will pay that money for him. If they do pay that money for him, I I can see him going, and I don't think... Many fans will have too many complaints about that. Um, his record isn't too bad when he, when he does start, but like we say, he doesn't really. know he fits into that style. But it, again, it's, the issue again is: can teams pay the money that Leicester want? Because Leicester are going to want to recoup as much as that thirty million quid as possible.
1: Sides to get desperate in January, yeah. don't they? Some teams can get desperate. They know realize they've gone into the season light in certain areas, mm. and they're suddenly. You know, whatever sort of player they want, it's going to cost I them think more that's, than would I have They are now short of a striker, aren't they? So. Yeah, and they've got £27 million pounds in their back pocket as well. So, uh, If
0: they offered that to Leicester,
1: I think they would take it. Well, I think, yeah, I think Leicester would take a little bit less as well. Uh, Ahmed Moussa, um uh, we're expecting him to move on, aren't yeah. we? Uh, he's not even really near. <coughs> I mean, he, he couldn't. He, he didn't even feature in a side that had, had eight changes. So, No. We don't think Ahmed musa has got much of a feature. No, I mean, I necessity. asked. I asked
0: well about that at the end of the press conference to say look you've made eight changes you're bringing in youth players and you still can't even make your squad is he in your thoughts or will he be able to go and even Puel said well I'll speak to him and we'll see what, what comes along and what happens um, but no it, it, it's not worked out for Ahmed Moussa is it and if the if a bid comes in I think they'll take
1: that Well Leicester City are close to making a signing Diabate yep. uh, uh, Marley uh, forward uh, looks like he's coming. To two, a fee of two million euros has been uh, agreed with his French League Two club. Now yes, another rating of League Two. Yes, City have got a history for this. Now this, I have to stress: I don't think this <coughs> lad is going to be straight into the first team. It looks like he's yeah. one that they're going to develop in the under twenty threes for a while and then bring through. So Leicester fans thinking they, you know they, they've got like a, a, a nerf another Riyad. It's going to be a bit of time for for you to see uh, this lad in action, but. Um, yeah, they've got a good record of going to League Two. Yes, we've had
0: Knockart, then Riyadh and now this fella hopefully can make it and make another. one. And he
1: sounds like he's a similar sort of player to Musa. Um, can play anywhere across the front, yeah. centre forward, all wide. Got bags of pace, great movement as well. Yeah, uh, he looks like a, a younger Musa, so yeah, well, ho- hopefully it'll work well, out. Yeah, for with him.
0: this lad coming in, and then you look at re- recalling Harvey Barnes, who didn't have the greatest performance against Fleetwood, but then oh, he I did. Have, yeah, I um, that against him he again is in the similar mould like out wide um, that kind of winger area so with him coming back off loan from loan and the new, new lad coming in both
1: those point towards like we say Musa departing yeah and also you can see the shape that City are going to yes. be playing under Powell in the future because I think you'll see the under 23s and the, the under 18s as well playing a similar sort of style Uh, and these young lads will be coming through Mm. as well so he'll be the first but I don't think there'll be too many more coming in in the transfer window I know they might be looking defensively to bolster especially the injury to Wes Morgan at the moment Danny Simpson as well Danny Simpson out Robert Hoof he's going to play again in the Trade Trophy game at Oldham uh, Tuesday night as well. That's going to be good news. Yep. I still think he's going to be a few weeks before Definitely. he can come back into the first team. So I think City do need to bring in and bolster their defensive <coughs> options. That could be something that we'll see. And also
0: not lose any because there were reports over the weekend about Manchester City being interested in Harry Maguire for £50 yeah, million. Pounds. I'll take that
1: with a pinch. Salt. I would also do that as well. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think Leicester City would even entertain selling Harry Maguire so soon nope. into his City career and 50 million at the moment, Van Dyke's going for 75. Well exactly, you know, I, know, some, I know, know, know
0: some on social media were saying that well it's triple your money isn't it, so why not try and invest, take that money, bank it and reinvest it. <laughs> Harry Maguire was a bargain at 17 million pounds. Reinvesting 50 million pounds on a player with as much class as Harry Maguire, or potential as Harry Maguire, and someone who kind of embodies that lesterness yeah. that Harry Maguire does, it's not an easy task, but I can't. See, uh, gonna, I, I can't see it happening. No. And,
1: and I mean, Lef- it's about strengthening your options. Yeah, not weakening Leicester are not your Leicester and are now in a position.
0: Leicester are now a club that doesn't have to sell their best players for t- to keep afloat. They're a rich club in the top twenty richest clubs in the world. They're looking at strengthening, not weakening. Cavani obviously had to go because he, he had a release clause in Mares.
1: I don't think there's any release clauses in any of the contracts that have been signed for no since, longer. Uh, no, City, well, I think it didn't. To to,
0: uh, Morris said in that interview he gave with the Mail, didn't he? He mentioned campaign that said as soon as that happened, no that's more release it. clauses. No more release clauses. So no, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen, and, and I
1: wouldn't lose lose too much sleep over that one. So it should be uh, an interesting few weeks in the January transfer window. We're not expecting a massive amount of business, but I still think Leicester City will be active. Uh, Join us uh, on the Mercury website. We've got live blogs running every day with all the transfer news. And uh, we'll be building up to the Chelsea game at the weekend on our website and on our Facebook page. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.